Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. We all know that the Pac-12 conference is in trouble. How much trouble we're about to find out. You may have already given up on the idea that the Pac-12 could salvage itself. There may be a Hail Mary out there somewhere. I've got a question for ESPN on that front. I wrote a column today at johnconzano.com about Fox's role in dismantling the Pac-12 conference. No way around it. Fox is in the middle of this, or at least has its fingerprints on what is happening to the Pac-12 conference. USC, UC, to the Big Ten conference that started everything. Then, of course, Colorado, the uncertainty in the landscape, the unwillingness with Fox to come to the table in a meaningful manner and negotiating with the Pac-12. There are a lot of tentacles to this thing. But today, that existential crisis for the Pac-12 got a little more complicated. Now, you know that I don't usually bring guests on the show, off the top of the show, unless there's something big going on. Well, today's one of those days, isn't it? Dan Wetzel uh, broke the big news today, the Big Ten Conference, in preliminary talks to potentially add some more schools. He's joining us from his cave... uh, in where are you at now? Are you uh, in Michigan? Were you, you in Detroit? Detroit, Michigan, Detroit? Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, what what has your day been like? Ah, a little busy, a little busy, but good. What do you make of this Big Ten conference kind of reopening the exploration of further expansion? It's got everybody's attention in the Pac-12 footprint. Well, you know, it's just because the the Pac-12 is obviously very destabilized right now. So, uh, I think. You know, my guess is that some of the schools reached back out and uh, with sort of the potential, if not inevitability, of uh, of the conference falling apart, um, the, the Big Ten wants to be in position. So it's this is a, this is a subgroup of presidents, uh, which is significant. Uh, this isn't the commissioner. This isn't a, some deputy commissioner putting together a paper or something. Uh, like, would this work? Um, if there's going to be a decision, this is the group that would make the decision. So they're looking and saying, well, um, if this is inevitable, do we extend these invitations to go to 18? Do we go to 20? What does Fox think? What do the TV networks think? Um, you know, it's, it, there, there is a hesitancy in being the one that kills the Pac-12, uh, which I find comical since taking USC and UCLA really was the first uh, – Jenga tower pull on this that that changed everything, but um, there's no decision made on whether to move expand at all. But um, there's certainly the people talking that can make that expansion really quick. Scott, that, I, uh, yeah. this could go very quickly, and it could be Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford. Uh, if it goes past 18, it'll be Oregon and Washington to go to 18 teams, and if they want to go 20 and just take uh, the Bay Area, they'll, they'll do Stanford and Cal. What do you make of this? As, as a guy who's covered college athletics for a long time, healthy, not healthy, inevitable, what do you make of it? I mean, it's not healthy. Um, you, you know, the sport, if you really love the sport, the quirkiness of the sport, the the, the regional, regionality, rivalries, the conferences, all of that are, are what uh, really – make it um right now what's going on is television networks 
have all the power. And television networks care almost just exclusively about how many how many games can we get that will produce 4 million viewers, 8 million viewers, 10 million viewers. And so they're just trying to get the biggest brands to play each other as often as possible. And uh, I understand that that's their business. Um, it obviously can be good for the overall popularity of the sport. You'll have more casual viewers. But for those of us who, who've been to Corvallis or, or Pullman or, you know, enjoy that, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State play every year or something like that, you look at these things and go, uh, you know, was this, this is crazy. Uh, the Big Ten with 20 teams, including six of them on the West Coast, like it, that's two conferences just jammed together under one. And so um, it's just television and, and money and fear of being left behind and fear of not having money, even though these institutions are incredibly wealthy, um, driving these decisions. And it's uh, – uh, you know, I don't think it's good, but this is what's happening. Help me out with Stanford here. I'm wrestling with this. Stanford has long declared that it's about much more than football, and 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 that shows on the field, right? Like, you know, if Stanford wanted to outspend everybody with their endowment, they just would. But Stanford has maintained that they are staying true to the mission of higher education, and yet if they jump to the Big Ten Conference, it flies in the face of that. Yeah, for the Big Ten, and, and this is the stuff that that's, can be confusing and frustrating for fans and, and all of us, um, you say, well, what's the criteria? And you, t- you can talk to, you know, 16 different presidents. There seem to be 20 different presidents in one league, and they have a different criteria. So in some cases, you say, well, look, we can add Oregon and we can add Washington, and Fox is good with that. That'll be worth it. They'll, they'll give a pro rata deal and you know you you do we'll just add two more teams and give you another 50 60 million a team or something like that i don't know they see that as worthwhile and you go okay so that makes sense so you have to be that successful and then at other times the presidents are like hey we want to be in the san francisco bay area we want to be in the bay area and we know that these two teams particularly lately haven't been good enough in football um these other sports they only nominally care about. Um, but these are elite academic institutions, um, elite research institutions. Uh, Oregon, and Stan- Oregon and Washington are, are, are very good, and they're members of the AAU and all the things they want. But Stanford and Cal are Stanford and Cal. And we plant the Big Ten flag in the Bay Area. We've got, uh, you know, whatever that is, fifth biggest city market in the country, something like that incredible tech industry, corporate, lots of alums, exciting area, and a, and a chance to recruit regular students out of there if you're these other schools. And you know what? If you do or you're Indiana or you're Minnesota, maybe adding a team that you can actually beat regularly isn't such a bad thing. Just adding. So when, when we talk about it on sports radio or podcasts or whatever, it's like, well, just get the best teams. And there's other factors that go into it. It's just that they're kind of undefined. So if you're a Big Ten president and you're the Big Ten, you're going, hey, this is a this is a really important market to be in. Like, I, I know this, like the University of Michigan, uh, obviously the most students that attend the University of Michigan come from Michigan. The second most, the state with the second most is California. So for Michigan to be, have more of a presence in California and and get to their alums in California and all of that is an important thing that doesn't factor in 
television ratings or all that. So that's why I think you have Cal and Stanford with a with a preferred shot here opposed to somebody else. And that can be frustrating. Uh, they haven't been great on the field, but they're still Cal and Stanford. Pac-12 down to nine schools. Yesterday you wrote a great piece on the hypocrisy of you know, the major college conferences. They're complaining about NIL while, uh, you know, getting busy using the transfer portal to move schools around the country. Um, you know, I what brought you to that, or how, how glaring is that when you look at it? Well, I look at college sports, and, you know, the, everybody's crying about the transfer portal, NIL, transfer portal, which they created, uh, NIL, and they sit there and go, and tampering, right? So they're saying, well, you know, this is a disaster, uh, our sport is dead. We need we need, we need Congress to save us. We're so we're, this is so this is changing the playing field. It's it's killing tradition because a player is getting a, a, a tampered with and offered more money to leave. And at the exact same time, they walk out of that meeting and they get involved in talking to other conferences, being tampered with. Hey, do you want to come? We can offer you more money. And then they enter the transfer portal and boot. What will be what will be a bigger factor in college athletics than the Pac-12 potentially dissolving, or some guys who are on the depth chart somewhere leaving because they might make a couple more bucks or they got a better chance at playing time? Like, what are we seriously talking about? The the conference realignment is the biggest thing. And that's what these presidents, these ADs, these conference commissioners are all engaged in. And then on the other side of the mouth, they're begging senators and congressmen to save us because the players get it. So the hypocrisy, I'm not in favor of government intervention on this, but if college sports wanted to maintain its traditions, I wouldn't I wouldn't approve of this, but I would be like, hey, you know what we need to do? We need the Big Ten to share some of its wealth to the Pac-12 so we still have a Pac-12 instead of just saying, hey, we're going to take six of you and, and four of you are going to go to the Big Ten. All of a sudden, two schools are out. Um, that's what, to me, is the bigger threat to tradition and all that. But they don't care about this. They just only care about the players. How big is too big in your mind when you talk about super conferences? <laughs> uh, 20 seems too big to me, yeah. but here we are. I would have thought 16 was too big. Um, I guess you could make that work, but. In some ways, 20 with six teams on the West Coast make more sense than 16 with just UCLA and USC. Um, you know, you could devise different ways to, you know, almost a West Coast division or it's a little better for some of the trout for the Olympic sports. Um, you know, there's a question of what happens with the Rose Bowl. Do you play the Big Ten Championship game in the Rose Bowl? Do you alternate it with Indianapolis? Um a million different things can come up, but uh, again, like this is where we're headed because television's running the show, and these schools are just they spend like crazy and then are desperate for the funding to keep up with the spending uh, much much of it, which is unnecessary. It feels to me like Fox you know doesn't want to just corner the market, they want the market, you know, and they grab l a you know if they get Oregon and Washington at a discount, the Bay Area schools at a discount. They're in those markets. I have to think ESPN at some point goes, hey, wait a minute. We're not going to let you run away with this. What do you What do you think happens here? What do you think? Does ESPN push back? Does Apple ever become a, a serious player? What happens in the short term in your mind? I mean, look, if, if, if this goes down and the Big Ten has USC, UCLA, Cal, Stanford, Oregon, 
in Washington than they than Fox and NBC, which has a Saturday night game, uh, controls the West Coast. Um, there's also a CBS deal with the Big Ten. Because what else are you going to do? What is ESPN going to do? I mean, so the late night games, the thir- that, that the late window, the Pac-12 after dark, is now Big Ten after dark. Um, you know, one of the things that they say is, well, that's not a great uh, game because you can't get the fans to go. Well, you might be able to go if, if it's a big Big Ten team that's coming out. And I'm not talking about Ohio State, but, you know, there's a lot of, say, Minnesota alums or something in the Bay Area there will, or L.A. and they're willing to help fill up the stadiums and things like that. So um, I think you're going to get boxed out of the West Coast. I mean, what do you do? Who do you add that gives you anything? that people are going to watch. It's already hard enough to get them to watch those six teams, and those are the premier six teams out West. Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports with us. You mentioned this was exploratory for presidents uh, doing sort of the legwork on this. Do you think there's support conference-wide for this, or does that signal that there is support? I think it signals that there is some support. Uh, These guys aren't going to waste their time on it. If it isn't now, it's not done. Um, they could say we're going to sit at 16. They could say we're going to wait and see. They would. I think the Big Ten would love for see Arizona just say, "Hey, we're out. We're going to Big 12 and let the the league collapse, and then you can uh, pick it apart." There are concerns legally. Are you breaking apart a con- a, a league and stuff like that? So, um, you know, there's a lot that goes into this, but. Um, Generally speaking, when they're talking about it, they're they're going to do it. Uh, it doesn't mean it, it's done, but I, I think there's a pretty good chance that uh, this is where it's headed to. All right the the west western part of the United States is buzzing about this. How is this going over in in Detroit? Are, are college football fans tuned into this because it's got a Big Ten tentacle, or is it an afterthought and they're focused on other things right now? Oh no, it's a big deal. Um, you know, I think they roll their eyes. It's like the tradition. Uh, you know, you lose the tradition. But um, I think I think the – but, you know, you add some new opponents and some new things. I think the, the more concern is the more teams you add, the less often you play the teams you're familiar with. And sometimes that can be lost quietly. Um, so you sit there and say, well, you know, maybe like Michigan State, Indiana isn't this like well-known rivalry, but – you know, maybe your neighbor went to Michigan State and you went to Indiana, and it's kind of a fun thing. Um, so the more teams you have, the less often you play. So there's a little bit of that. But they take the tradition and they take what the Big Ten means a great deal. But for the most part, they just want to make sure they got enough money and think they can be competitive with the SEC. One thing all of these universities have done, these athletic departments have done mind-numbingly to me, is get fans to care about revenue. They, get, they, they have convinced fans that if they're $5 million short, $8 million short, uh, the world is going to end. They're going to lose everything. Um, these schools are rich. <laughs> They've got tons of money. they got boosters. they got they can stay student fee. They do all sorts of stuff. They waste enormous amounts of money. But they have convinced fans to, to care about the scoreboard of how much money they're making, even to the detriment of how successful are you going to be, you know. I look at, like, the University of Nebraska. Uh, obviously, at one point, Nebraska was maybe the number one program in the country. And then even when they stayed in the Big 12, they were extremely successful. Um, you know, 10, 11 wins every year, things like that. They jumped to the Big 10, and they got tons of money. They got tons of money. They haven't been really good since. 
and you sit there and go, well, your athletic department's rich, but you're losing games. Is that really more fun? Um, you know, I, I look at what the Pac-12, even the Pac-9, go, man, if you could just keep that thing together, literally just sit at nine and play eight, eight league games, and one of you got to make the college football playoff starting in 2024 is an automatic bid. Maybe two of you will. Who knows? Uh, you have four non-conference games. You can schedule all sorts of different things. Like, isn't it fun to win? Isn't it fun to compete for championships? If you just saying, "Hey, I'm Cal. I'm jumping to the big, the Big Ten. They're gonna get, they're gonna get smoked." And and yet their fans are like, "Yeah, well, we'll take it. We'll take the money." Yeah. I you go, "All right, good luck." But like, how how you know Missouri used to be pretty good. They're in the SEC. Like Missouri is not ever winning the SEC. It's not, like, congrats, you're in the league, but what are your chances of actually ever being super successful? Drew Brees was a freshman at Purdue. I was a beat reporter covering Purdue, and it opened my eyes. Being a guy from the West Coast covering Big Ten football for that season, going around all those Big Ten cities, it really opened my eyes. And I have a hard time imagining UCLA, USC, Oregon, Washington, potentially Cal Stanford being part of that. It just feels like those things don't mesh. I love the differences in style and the college towns, and I don't know. I don't know, Dan. Uh, I don't like where it's going, but I sound like an old man on my lawn. Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it. I agree. It's just, it's just totally different. And so you go, all right, this is what we're trying to be. It's a little bit more NFL light. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it, just, it is what it is, uh, and there's not, it's not going to change. The, the focus is on how many dollars we can get. Um, even, even giving that thing I just said, like, hey, if you're Oregon and you could keep the Pac-9 Pac together, you've got a really good chance of making the college football playoff going forward. Like, what, two out of every four years, three out of every four years? Maybe Utah or Washington gets you, but you pretty much should be able to beat everybody else. I would think that's awesome. You know, I'd be Gonzaga basketball. Sit there and go, <laughs> hey, we're in every year. And we've got, we got enough that we, we're not in the biggest league, but we can schedule all these fun games and not really care about this and, and make enough that we have a successful team and recruit lottery picks and stuff. And, you know, we don't need to just jump to some conference. To me, that would be the most appealing thing. But the decisions are made by athletic departments and presidents are looking at the bottom line solely saying, hey, we, got, we can get that extra $10 million, that extra $6 million. And you go, all right, but – you're also going to go – you might go three and nine. Like I said, Nebraska football isn't what it used to be. They've got all the money they could ever use. They don't win like they used to. It was, if I was a fan, I'd care a little bit more about winning. But, again, that's that's old man stuff too. Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports. Thank you, man. Hey, thank you, John. Talk to you soon. See you, see you around the all Midwest. Right. Yeah, take care. <laughs> I'll be back out there on the beat. All right, thanks, Danny. Dan Wetzel broke the story today, Yahoo Sports, on – the Big Ten beginning exploratory discussions about the possibility of expanding their membership to 18 or 20 teams. Again, if you're just tuning in, the schools being considered are Oregon and Washington, Stanford and Cal if they want to go to 20. Uh, and, of course, wrapped up in this is the Pac-12 trying to hold everything together. What are you rooting for? You have a dog in this fight? 503-417-7575. Because sometimes what's good for your school is not good for the ecosystem. I think we know that. I want to know where you stand. Well, I want to know what you think of uh, what is happening in college athletics. 503-417-7575 is the phone number. You just heard from Dan Wetzel, Yahoo Sports. A um, couple of things I'm going to lay out, and then I'm going right to the phone lines. The 
the the thread that appears to be common here with everything that we're seeing with expansion and realignment in this cycle is look around. I mean, the ACC president's talking just a moment ago on the East Coast and Florida State's president saying it's a matter of when, not if, for Florida State to leave the ACC eventually. So the ACC also facing some uh, existential crisis uh, in its own way. But the Pac-12 deal feels like it's going to uh, flesh itself out in the next 24 to 72 hours. Arizona is the thread in the Pac-12 country. Does Arizona decide that it's okay leaving the Pac-12 conference? Does Arizona State go with it to the Big 12? Does Utah go? Do they stay together? Do they stay in the Pac-12? That That is a domino that needs to be determined before any of this Big Ten stuff can be sorted out. There's also the matter of television, and I mentioned earlier I wrote about it at johnconzano.com today, that Fox TV is at the center of this. Fox is gobbling up the best brands, the best markets, took UCLA, USC, put it in the Big Ten Conference, grabbed Colorado. It's after Phoenix now. It's not really after Arizona or Arizona State. It's after Phoenix. After that, you know, Fox could grab Seattle, the Bay Area, and Portland, by taking Cal, Stanford, Washington, and Oregon to the Big Ten. Is, is ESPN going to be okay with that? that? That is a question that I don't know the answer to. It would give Fox like 67% of the college football inventory if it went down that way. Would ESPN push back by saying, oh, no, 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 we need inventory in the Pacific time zone, and guess what, Pac-12, we're going to come in at the 11th hour and be a linear provider on that Apple, uh, uh, you know, streaming deal that was unveiled by George Klyovkov yesterday. Does ESPN become a lifeline for the Pac-12 conference in that way? Or do they let it implode and then pick over it in the way that uh, Fox is trying to do? And I find it really interesting that nobody seems to want to be the bad guy. Like the Big Ten saying, we don't want to be the bad guy, but we'll get involved if the Big 12 Conference is going to take uh, the Arizona schools and create further instability in the Pac-12 and leave Oregon and Washington and Stanford and Cal out there to be had. Um, I think that's interesting because if you really trace this back, it starts with the Big Ten Conference. They started it. I want your phone calls. 503-417-7575. What do you make of it? Where are we headed with this? And do you like it or do you hate it? Roy's in Portland. Roy's a big Georgia fan. Roy, what's up, man? Hey, how you doing, John? I'm doing all right. Man, you know what? All due respect with Dan West, so I don't believe that story not one bit. I'm hearing that from my, from people that I know, the only school that the Big Ten is opening up the books for is Notre Dame. It's Notre Dame or bus. Oregon and Washington and Stanford and Cal does absolutely nothing for the bottom line of the Big Ten. The only team that does anything for the Big Ten financially is Notre Dame. That's the prettiest girl in the school. That's the one that they want. That's the one the Big Ten always wants. Uh, Oregon and Washington doesn't do it. I mean, that's and, – and and does anybody know how long it takes to get from Portland <laughs> to Chicago or from Portland to uh, or from Portland to New York? I mean, come on, man. This is absolutely ridiculous. The only conference that did, that did the expansion right was the SEC because it was still schools that were in Texas, Oklahoma, and Florida State leaves. That's their footprint. They're not doing – the rest of this ridiculous stuff 
USC to in the Big Ten. That's just all stupid. Big Twelve doing uh, East Coast schools in the in the long run. This USC UCLA is not going to work out. It's, it may look good now. It may look good, but I'm telling you right now, when the when the non-revenue sports start complaining, the women's sports start complaining about the traveling. It's going to be over with for that. And yeah, I'm telling I, you, it's I, not I, going. Let me to ask work. you this, Roy, because you're right in that. You know, the Big Ten's not going to cut Oregon and Washington at $70 million a, a pop. And so I do think that maybe some of this is Fox trying to further destabilize the conference because what Fox really wants is it wants the Arizona schools into the Big 12 conference. But let me ask you, Roy, long term, where is this headed? Are we going to have a 20-team SEC, a 20-team Big Ten, and then it's just everyone else? And, and, and do you like that if that's where it ends up? No, I don't like it, and I do agree with you. I think it's Fox doing all this destabilization of of the conferences because it makes it makes no it makes no sense. Yeah. USC and UCLA and the Big Ten. I don't care what anybody say. It's the stupidest thing I have ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. It does Bill not Walton make agrees. Sense. Bill Walton agrees it with just you. Doesn't make, it did, I, you. I don't care how much money you have. You cannot put athletes, especially the non revenue athletes. Travel. I don't. I mean, fuel costs the fans. You don't even think about the fans, and, and, and it's it, it just, it's just, it's just dumb. I don't think Oregon and, and Washington and the and the, S, and the San Francisco market. Is, I don't think they're going to the Big Ten. I just don't think that's true. I think Notre Dame is the only one that the Big Ten will accept. I just, right. I just don't believe that. I, I I think you're right. I believed that. I think the only reason the Big Ten is suddenly sitting forward in its chair is because the Arizona question is out there for the Big 12. And let's face it, let's be real about this. Fox, in partnership with the Big 12 Conference, Fox, in big-time partnership with the Big 10 Conference, it kind of behooves Fox if the Big 10 is talking about taking those teams. Uh, although the Big 10 doesn't want to look like the bad guy, because remember remember the alliance, the Big 10 and the Pac-12, they had an alliance handshake deal. It was Kevin Warren's other hand. George Klyovkov should have been focused on the one with the uh, dagger in it. But John, got him, got him right in the back. Question for you, John: When it comes to the other non-revenue sports, because I agree with Roy that that's not going to work. Like, it's just silly. It's just silly. Ultimately, that's not going to work. But if it doesn't work, isn't it just going to be where you know Fox and whoever else they just branch off and basically make their own minor league? College football that has not football and then everything else, right? And that it, they aren't even a part of the school. Like it would basically yeah. just be like, hey, you know, this is uh, and their employees, right? And it's just, hey, we're going to make all the money here, and you go ahead and hold your golf tournaments and your women's basketball games elsewhere, right? And then do this stuff. And then at that point, then the schools can be like, okay, well, we want to realign ourselves back in the Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever. Could. And then they just basically branch off, do their own football thing. They could, but here's my thing. Like, I get it. Like, I wrote this to, I get it, I understand, there are stakeholders, the media companies need to make money, I understand it. But what they're doing is they're killing college football. They are literally, instead of Fox coming to the table and saying to the Pac-12, hey, we'd like to be your linear partner, we'd like to, uh, you know, buy some inventory, they're saying instead, hey, you know what, we already bought the Big 12, and we bought uh, all of the Big 10, and we don't have a lot of money left over. 
So instead of buying your rights, what we're going to do is we're going to destabilize you to the point where you splinter, and then we're going to pick off Colorado and the Arizona schools, and we're going to add Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal to the Big Ten. We're going to get them anyway without having to pay for the conference. I do think there's some antitrust issues with this. I did communicate today. A lawmaker reached out to me and said, hey, do you think there's an antitrust issue here? And I said, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer, but these things are getting awful big, and it's starting to feel like there's some – some squirrely things going on behind the scenes. I think we felt that all along with this Pac-12 thing. My hope, Stephen, is, is this, and I think Roy supports this, and I, I'm curious to see what other listeners think. My hope is that, you know, this. I, I was told today by somebody that the Apple deal that was presented yesterday was not just a streaming deal. Now, I don't have the particulars on it. I was also told that the deal is better than what it was represented but if it is better than what's represented, why would Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, anybody be looking elsewhere? You know, And so what I think needs to happen here, and I did reach out to the Pac-12. They just shut me down. They said they're working on getting their grant of rights signed. <laughs> but what I think needs to happen here is maybe, maybe all this talk about the destabilization of the conference, maybe it gets the attention of Apple and ESPN and says, hey, if you really want something to bid on, if you want there to be anything left to bid on, get to the table in a meaningful way and make it happen. Because I don't think these schools want to leave. I think they're doing it reluctantly. Like Colorado Minor wanted to go back to the Big 12. I don't think Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, Oregon, Washington, Cal, Stanford, I don't think they really want to go, you know, death to the Pac-12, let's move somewhere else. It seems to me like, and again, we don't know the details like you said, but it's almost like schools are going to be afraid of the potential, right? Like, it's hard to look at it and say, well, long-term, this deal is going to be better when short-term we can look at the Big 12 and say, okay, this is guaranteed money, right? Because I do think the whole streaming platform, and we've talked about this numerous times, ESPN plans to go to all streaming. If the world is going to be about subscriptions, which it already kind of is with all the subscriptions we have for TV, that, this is the way to go, right? Is to have this way and be the first out in the market and be the first to do it. But I can see it from a school's point of view. If you're spending so much money on all your athletics, you would love to just get that lump of guaranteed money that you know for sure is going to come in, where if this Apple plan didn't work out, then you're really in trouble. So it's one of those things where it's like short term, it could really hurt. But long term, I think the deal like with Apple could be the best of the best of the bunch. But it's just do you have that foresight to say and take that risk? of you know doing that deal instead of going to a for sure conference and getting your guaranteed what, money. That's what George Kovkov's got to get busy selling because if he doesn't get that done, and, and for Oregon State fan, I want to lay it out for you because I had a lot of Oregon State fans saying, well, what happens to the Beavers? Look, if, if in the doomsday scenario, Oregon State, Washington State, maybe even Stanford and Cal are left behind in the conference, maybe even Utah. And I do think at that point the Pac-12 conference turns to the Mountain West and says, okay, we'll take the best of the Mountain West along with our schools. I don't think George Kiafkoff sticks around to be commissioner of that. I don't see how the presidents could have any faith in, the, in him at that point if that's what happens. And I think that you know they backfill in the next cycle with San Diego State, SMU, and Boise State and Fresno State, and that becomes the new world Pac-12 conference. Now, it's not – like the wor- it's not like you're left out of the playoff because you could argue that Oregon State in that grouping would be the powerhouse in the in the conference. You could argue that Oregon State or Utah, but 
it's not ideal because you're not going to get the media rights uh, distributions that the other conferences are getting, and you will very quickly over a 10- or 15-year period fall behind. So, um, you know, I am concerned about what's going to happen. I'm concerned about the Oregon schools getting split up. I don't want to see that happen. I think the best-case scenario is for the Pac-12 conference to get its feet underneath it and pull a rabbit out of the hat, so to speak, in the 11th hour of this negotiation. Bob Thompson, the former Fox Sports president, told me this morning, I said to him, hey, could ESPN, could Apple... Could they see what's happening? Would they come back with a more meaningful offer? He says nothing's done till it's signed. And those kinds of things have happened in other deals. Let's go to the phone lines. 503-417-7575. Sean's in Sandy. Sean, go ahead. Hey, the schools are uh, gotten into the sports business, and the snakes are turned on each other, John. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care about where teams are playing. They talk about, you know, going back to each Well, Look at our basketball sports and look at baseball. They all start West Coast time. Those guys all got to come out here. Flying ain't a big deal. I'm not going to put that at it. But I think it's bad for all schools on the West Coast. I think it ain't good. And it's real sad that it's come to this, you know, and people don't stick together, you know, and, and they're doing it just for a few bucks here and there. And I'm not, I don't mean just to be little, it's a few bucks. I mean, it's big money. But still, you know, if, they came together and, and did it in a better way. You could always recuperate. And the commissioners are going to get a lot of blame for this. You know, Klyovkov hasn't made it happen. The commissioner before that was real bad. And uh, this is just what it's come to. And I just hope they start, uh, Oregon starts scheduling as many out-of-conference games as they can with good schools in the SEC because they're going to look at, you know, we try to get to a championship. Now they're going to look, well, who will we play? You know, they're going to go, well, who did Oregon play? bunch of blame teams on the west coast they better get boise wow. state in here they now, better do something i think i think you gotta we got you gotta know this we need to keep eyes on arizona and arizona state and utah right now because that faction that triangle of of uh power in the pac-12 conference right now is holding this thing together if they do decide hey we move as a block or we don't move that could be good for the Pac-12 and the Pac-12 stability because it does give George Kriovkov a chance to go back to ESPN, go back to Apple, whoever he's negotiating with at this point, and say, hey, if you really want something to bid on in the Pacific time zone, this is it. This is the best thing going on. And I think you know there's still a shot there for the Pac-12 to pull it out. I also think there's some interesting tentacles with Michael Crow, who is viewed as a hardline Pac-12 guy president at Arizona State. You got Robert Robbins at Arizona, who may have aspirations to end up in that vacant president seat at Stanford. There's been some some talk about Robbins being a candidate there. Would he really blow up the Pac-12 conference, leave it and unravel it, and then go, hey, please consider me for the Stanford job? Would he really do that? I don't know. And I And there's Utah. Utah, does Utah want to be in the Big 12 with BYU? I I would sense no, and I think the Big 12 Conference probably doesn't covet Utah in the way that the Pac-12 covets Utah. I think Utah is one of the powers now in the Pac-12 Conference, but if I'm the Big 12 Conference, I'm going, yeah, there's a great rivalry with BYU, gives us some inventory, but we already have Salt Lake City. There are some things that I think work in the Pac-12's favor if the three schools decide to stick together. If they don't, if it's everyone for themselves, which would really be sad, I don't know if there's much of a chance to hold this together because I think Arizona would go off to the Big 12. 
I think Oregon, Washington, Cal, and Stanford would be sitting waiting for the Big Ten. Uh, I think Oregon State, Washington State would be going, hey, wait, don't totally implode. Um, but it, it really does. I mean, I just think it's really unfortunate that it has come to this. Is it mismanagement? Is it bad leadership? Could be. I need to see the TV deal, though. I need to know more of what happened behind the scenes because it's possible that Fox just gave the Pac-12 conference the middle finger, said, you know what, we don't need to buy you. We don't need to negotiate with you. We can destabilize you and then pick off your carcass and take the best markets. And that appears to be what's happening right now. Let's go to Gary in Tualatin. Gary, welcome to the show. Hey, John, go Ducks. Uh, sounds like the uh, the presidents weren't impressed with the uh, the streaming uh, deal either. Um, Arizona looks like they're going to bolt, um, and so it comes down really to do we stick in the, stick together with the Pac-10, bring in teams like uh, Hawaii, Boise, nobody's talking about uh, Hawaii. San Jose. Nobody's I think Hawaii would be a good good addition. Yeah, I think it'd be the, a great the, addition. The TV market. Or do we and, go? Yeah, nobody's talking about Hawaii, but. Boise State would be a better, I think, choice there. Yeah, but uh, you're also looking at what will it look like five years from now. I, like I've been saying all along, Big 12 with, with us in there would uh, would start looking like a fun fun uh, league. You could still throw, less, transport, uh, less travel. Uh, it's a good option. But what, what do you think better the two, Big 12 or Big 10? I think it, Big 12 is problematic. If, if you're talking about it from Oregon's standpoint, I think. Is he talking about Oregon's standpoint, Stephen? I, I assume so, yeah, because he, he said we, and I think that was Oregon. I, I don't think Oregon wants any part of the Big 12 conference, and I don't think Washington wants any part of the Big 12 conference. And I was told by somebody that Washington had sort of le- intimated that they had done no legwork on the potential even to join the Big 12. like There just doesn't seem to be a, a real desire for a school in the Pacific Northwest to join the Big 12 and, and get into that business. It's, you know, you're, it, it, it largely was a lateral move before all this chaos, right? At best, a lateral move. The Pac-12 still has better markets. It's got great schools. Stanford, Cal, Washington, Oregon, Utah, Oregon State. Like you go, start to go through the schools and you're like, gosh, there are better schools in the Pac-12. So why don't the TV partners, the linear partners, why aren't they wanting to buy it? It really, to me, comes down to Fox saying we don't need to buy it if it implodes. We'll just pick off markets. I think Oregon would would love to be in the Big Ten Conference if the Pac-12 doesn't exist, but I think Oregon's first choice, and I've heard this from key decision-makers at Oregon, I think that Oregon's first choice would be to be in a stable Pac-12 conference, getting a decent number that was maybe comparable to what the Big T- 12 was getting. If you could, If you can bridge that, I think Oregon would be happy, because why? Oregon can get to the college football playoff. From the Pac-12. It cannot get to the playoff in the Big Ten. It won't happen. But like Dan Wetzel said in the opening segment, you know, Oregon can get into the playoff, you know, if it if, it, if you were in a less than Pac-12, that it, let's just say Arizona leaves on its own. Arizona State and Utah are left behind. Big 12 goes to 14. Pac-12 says, okay, we're at eight. We're going to add SMU and San Diego State. Now you're back to 10. I think Oregon would be happy to be in that conference. 
because it knows it can win that conference with some regularity, or it can be second in the conference in other years, and it can get to the playoff again and again and again. But I, d- I just don't like the idea that television's trying to sell us on the concept that only 50 or 60 teams in America are worth a damn. We know better than that. You've been to college football stadiums. You know there are uh, a vast array. There's 93 schools that play in the Power Five Conference. And Fox is trying to tell us, hey, only about 50 or 60 really. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.